People of the world, it's the Brothers Talk with your hosts, Rod, Scott, and Norm, inviting you to join us each Friday wherever you listen to your favorite podcast or on our website to hear our take as three black, unfiltered African-American men with no strings attached, giving voice to the most feared, most misunderstood, and most rarely heard from segment of the population on topics of interest to us for education, enlightenment, and entertainment. You can follow us on Facebook. You can reach us with your comments, questions, suggestions at The Brothers Talk on Twitter, The Brothers Talk on Instagram, and you can email us, thebrotherstalk at gmail.com. And stay tuned for our long-awaited YouTube channel. And now on with this week's episode. Hope you're enjoying the holidays with your loved ones, Brothers Talk family, as we welcome you and all of our first-time listeners around the world, wherever you're listening in, to our last episode of 2023. It's been an eventful year, to say the least, and we're glad you're with us as we spread the message, promoting critical thinking and thoughtful conversations that advocate for social activism and uplifting people everywhere. And as always, we thank you for your help with the work of encouraging and educating each and every one that we all come into contact with, with the edifying task of identifying, endorsing, and inspiring new and existing Black businesses and individuals for the empowerment and prosperity of our community. In your weekly coronavirus awareness alert, because we care, there's a new fast-spreading COVID-19 variant known as JN.1 that's now the most prevalent in the United States, accounting for more than 44% of cases domestically and internationally. Per the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, JN.1's surge shows it's either more transmissible or better at evading our immune systems and other strains in circulation. JN.1 estimates shot up from 21.3% to 44.2% over the two weeks ending December 31st, according to the CDC, which noted the variant is showing up in more travelers and wastewater surveillance. It was by far the most prevalent in the Northeast, accounting for 56.9% of the cases in the Department of Health and Human Services Region 2, which comprises New York, New Jersey, and the U.S. territories in the Caribbean. The CDC has said updated vaccines and existing tests and treatments still work well against the variant, but between increased holiday travel and waning immunity from prior COVID infections and vaccinations, many people are now set up for another round of the disease. The symptoms aren't quite as severe, but the viral spread could put a significant burden on health systems that also are grappling with the surge in other respiratory viruses, including the flu, pneumonia, and RSV2. COVID hospitalizations were up 10.4% in the most recent week, while flu activities was classified as very high in 10 states for the week ending December 16th. So once again, here's our loving broken record message. We all have to press everyone that we know to get vaccinated or get the boosters, with millions of people still and out and about during the holiday season spreading all the viruses and infections If you haven't already, protect your loved ones by insisting that they all get vaccinated. And then remember, wash your hands regularly, wear masks in crowded situations, use plenty of disinfectants. And if you do get sick or your children get sick, please stay home until the contagious period passes, as this isn't something we want to take into the new year. No one wants this to be our last holiday season together for something that we could have prevented. We can and we must do better. Now to my brothers in the struggle for critical thinking, Scott and Norm. Thanks, Rod. Just want to touch on just one thing I want to say about uh, the follow up what Rod was saying about COVID-19 and the new variant is it's here. The numbers don't lie. 
So it's up to you to protect yourself and your loved ones by getting vaccinated and, and wearing a mask. The thing I wanted to talk, wanted to say is this past Christmas holiday that we just celebrated, you know, I hope you all didn't go out and spend a whole bunch of money that you didn't have. As I walked around and I went to stores with my wife and we saw people coming out of there with bags and bags and bags. You need I think we need to rethink this whole holiday Christmas season and people feel pressured. Why people feel pressured to spend their hard earned money on stuff that they're probably not going to use. Most of the stuff that you're not going to use uh, during the year. The uh, My other thing, are people actually celebrating Christmas for the reason that it's intended to be celebrated? Just some food for thought. Norm? I definitely agree with you there, Scott. You know, we as a people, capitalists, have been known to spend money on things that we don't need. You know, just things that we want to make us feel better. And unfortunately, that has basically created a detonation that we have right now. But I just wanted to follow up with the COVID thing. You know, even though people aren't dying at the rate that they were maybe to the, the, the beginning of the pandemic, COVID's still dangerous. COVID still affects many of your internal organs. So please take care of yourself. We can't move forward if we're not healthy. Rod. All right. And we know that we are a consumer nation. So only thing I will add to Norm and Scott's points is that if you are going to spend, then try to be sure that you are spending with black businesses, as we will highlight once again in our Black Business Spotlight. It is our year in wraparound, and each of us will lift up some topics that should make for more than ample critical thought conversations as you join your families, friends, and others during the holiday season. I'm going to lead off with all the hoopla and hysteria surrounding the Color Purple musical remake that's in theaters now is that I am not with it. That, first of all, I did not see the original Color Purple, nor have I read the book, because when I saw the excerpts of it and read the synopsis of it, everything told me that it was really one of the another one of those issues of black male bashing, that there are no positive black male figures in either of the movies. And so I'm just always outdone at the fact that we continue to have to celebrate these kinds of promotional propaganda videos and movies and TV shows that portray black men in such a negative light. And so I just don't see why we have to perpetuate that stereotype, particularly when even when I hear the responses coming back from those who are going to try to defend it is to say, well, if you read the book, there are some positive black male figures in there, to which my response is, then why didn't those folks actually make it into the movie? And so because no one has ever said that there's any black male positive figures in the movie, and I've heard about the triumph of the black female, which is a notable accomplishment, but why do we have to make the villain then be the black male? I think it's just a, the worst kind of message to be sending to black people, especially during the holiday season. So that's my take. You know, I can't figure out why we keep making, they keep making the black, the whole in this black, the color purple space, it was on. It was uh, originally movie theater. I saw that it was a decent movie. I wasn't that pleased with the way that they portrayed black men. Uh, I didn't see it on Broadway, and now we got a musical. And uh, what it appears to me, I don't know who's behind this, 
But the whole theme of the movie, and I didn't see the uh, the, the musical, was that you know we're, they're painting this picture of black men of being this the, the boogeyman, you know, uh, the bad guy, you know, undependable, incestuous, uh, cheater, you know, all of the negative things, all of the stereotypes that you hear about black men that they say about black men. Uh, it seemed to me that they kind of balled it up and put it into a neat package in the color purple. So why do we keep perpetuating that lie? Because that's what it is. Black men are no different than other in this country when it comes to how they interact with their wives, their daughters, you know, and other people. But at the same time, other than the fact that we're different, is that we're constantly being attacked when we're not the problem here in this country. We're a small part of the big, of the big problem. That's pretty much what I want to say about the, the color purple. Why do we keep producing this in this space? With they've used that in a way because they know that black women are gonna watch it because it's the color purple. Oprah Winfrey may or may not have something to do with the movie. I don't know whether she's a producer or you know helping fund it or whatever. But all you have to do is produce something like that for black women, and they're going to support it. And it looks like that's what's happening. I definitely agree with you. And I'm just wondering, as you and Rod refer to, is why can't we have a movies with positive images in regards to our community? Why is it always something that is negative and showing these stereotypes that white supremacy can, is consistently pushing on our people and our community? I don't really understand that. But for some reason, a segment of our population finds that entertaining and wants to see that. Because if they didn't, we wouldn't be making these types of films. And this subject actually goes into my subject that I wanted to introduce, is why is it as a community, as a people, we can constantly build our own institutions, our own media companies, our own record companies, and what have you, and then sell them to people who don't have our best interests at heart and would actually fund and make things like this. Why is that? And so uh, to your other point there, Scott, yeah, Oprah and Steven Spielberg are the main producers behind this new variant of this movie. And of course, that's what you get because you don't have any strong male black figures involved in the production of the process. And so you get that story. So the next issue that I want to raise, though, is around religion and the black community. There's a growing number of black people who are now coming sort of out of the shadows and deciding they want to take on all religion and wanting to basically blame religion for the condition of the black community as though somehow religion in and of itself has been subjugating the black community when actually the opposite is the truth that religion has been the mainstay of what black people have held on to in meaning holding on to their faith in God over the 400 plus years that we've been in this country and have assigned the notion that God has continued to deliver us. But there's a growing segment of black people who are basically on the fringes of atheism, of questioning whether there is a God and what is God about? And it, the interesting thing to me is that a lot of the answers that they're suddenly looking for are there in religion. Not to say that religion ever has meant to be the be-all, end-all, but religion has always been just people's attempt to grapple with and understand what their relationship is with God and who God is. And so these folks who are now professing more atheistic kind of beliefs 
don't seem to recognize that it takes a lot more faith in atheism than it does to believe in God, because the whole notion of a Big Bang theory and natural selection takes a lot more of your ability to hold on to some concepts that have not proven to be accurate. I'm one of those people who believe that both religion and science should exist simultaneously and that ultimately they will actually reinforce one another. I don't think it has to be a zero-sum situation, but there are folks now who are attempting to tear down religion, especially when, in truth, the only reason they would have any of these questions is because of the fact that they were exposed to religion in the first place. You know, when, when I heard this story, when you brought it up, one of the things that came to mind to me was the fact that, okay, how, where did this originate with Black people attacking attacking other religions and other people's religious beliefs? And, and I just believe that when you start pulling the onion back, there's going to be some right winger, some, some Trump supporter, some conservative who's paying some Black people who, because we know, we know that Black people right now will sell their souls for almost any amount of money. And it, it appears to me that that's what's happening. And it doesn't take much to, uh, when you got people who are uninformed, uneducated, uh, they'll believe almost anything. And so folks in power understand that. And when they start planting these seeds and have Black people planting these seeds, basically pitting one religion against the other one as if one religion is is better than the other religion, that's when um, I, I think, and they know that, when you're talking to these, when you're putting that stuff out there, spewing this stuff out there to uninformed or uneducated people, that uh, it's going to stick with some folks, and they're going to take it and run with it. And that's what it looks like. That's what it looks like is happening to me. Well, Scott, I, I tend to think it's uh, well, we have a lot of people in our community that simply want to go after the church and blame the church for many of the ills in our community instead of taking a responsibility for themselves to actually go out and do the work. And, and that's what I feel. I think that they want to just blame the church for issues that don't belong to the church. And, and that's how I see things. And the uh, last issue that I want to bring up is the Biden administration's poor job of self-promotion, because I'm hearing more and more in our communities now where there are people who are picking up the Republican talking points and saying that Biden administration is doing a poor job across the board and it's simply not true. As I said, you know, we're not really in the business of being partisan one way or the other. But the truth of the matter is that we see that the Republican Party is full of lies and they're continuing to get traction because the Biden administration is failing to get its message out. The Biden administration has done some good things. It has failed on some others. But just the simple fact that I went to the gas station the last couple of weeks and filled my gas tank up for under $3 would be something that we know that the Republicans would be all over saying how they made it happen. Now, I don't think that Biden has an awful lot to do with that, but I also know that inflation has started to come down some. We still got a problem at the border, but the thing is we've got an important election coming up this year and Biden still has the challenge of getting past his age and having an unpopular vice president. And with those two things going against them, they need to be out in full force with as many lieutenants as they can, including themselves, getting a positive message out there 
that will help people to do as Slick Willie Clinton once said, it's the economy, stupid. It's the pocketbook. And so instead, what's happening is the Republicans are on the attack every day and the news media reports it. And I've heard black men actually say, repeating the things that they heard on the news because there's no counter argument coming from the other side. And you know how some of us still are is, well, if it's on the news, then it must be true. You know, Rod, you're exactly right. I've been thinking the same thing. Where are the people who are out here touting the accomplishments of, of Biden? And where are the younger people he needs out there touting their accomplishments? And he, he just haven't done that. And they always, the Democrats always let the, the Republicans define them. Always when, the, everybody knows that the, Repu- the economy is doing well, but yet the Republican has convinced people that it's not. And Roger made a point about the uh, under $3 gas. No, that, that did, Biden did have something to do with that. With the reserves, he has uh, released more of the R reserve. They talked about that was the whole idea of it releasing so much of the oil reserves, and now it's finally kicking in, and that's why prices are beginning to drop, and that's why oil prices are beginning to drop around around the globe because of the fact that he uh, released so many of the U.S. strategic oil reserves. But this whole notion that his age, and that's something that they cannot, they can't get around. But what would help? If he had younger people around him who were out here speaking for him and who were out here championing championing what he's done, but that's not happening. Is it because he doesn't have any young people around him to go out there and talk about their accomplishment, about his administration accomplishment? That's what it seems like is happening to me. Because when you take a look, I read some articles where they were saying that Biden had gotten more than Clinton, Bush, and Trump combined. The impact of what he's done for the community, just all communities, not black communities, he's done for communities, is uh, you know it, it, it outweighs anything that the previous three president has done. But you don't hear anything about it. Well, unfortunately, the Democratic Party doesn't have any real representation in regards to the demographics that they serve or their or their electorate. They really don't have anybody out front from any of the communities talking about their successes or their, their issues that they've addressed. And that's the real problem. And Biden, his age, he doesn't represent the people of this country. He really doesn't. He represents an era that has gone by. And he is really, other than being president, which was a gift, he's a relic. And people, especially young people, understand that. And they're not going to be motivated to turn out this next election. So there you have it. There are some topics and issues for you to discuss as one year ends and New Year's begin. We certainly are interested in hearing your take, but we hope we've given you enough to chew on as you go into a happy, healthy, and safe and prosperous 2024. In our Black Business Spotlight, this is our last episode of the year, but we know that a whole lot of you are out there taking advantage of those after Christmas and year and holiday sales. So we're continuing to repeat and push our relaunching Black Wall Street nationwide movement that we started in 2020. We're committed to this cause because of our communities and need for support. And we've got more than enough to let our rising tide of dollars lift up all of our boats. Remember, Black businesses employ Black people, serve Black people, and reinvest in our neighborhoods by supporting our kids and families. 
which is not something you can say about the vast majority of businesses owned by people who don't look like us, even if they build their businesses in our communities. Let's promote and patronize every black business that we can during the final days of the busiest season of the year for shopping of every type. We don't know of a product or service that black businesses don't provide, so we hope and pray that you join us instead of enriching other groups who don't need it nearly as much as our people do. So our ongoing black business support theme during the holidays is let's relaunch Black Wall Street nationwide. That's a wrap for this week and for 2023. And remember, you can follow and share your thoughts and communicate with us by sending your comments as well as your questions and show ideas to The Brothers Talk on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or email us, thebrotherstalk at gmail.com. As always, God willing, we'll continue to keep our focus on the issues that impact our community on the path to a better future. And until our next episode, know that we sincerely appreciate your time, your interest, and you can rest assured that we'll never take it or you for granted. And finally, let's all do better today and in the future because that's all we really have.